Entrepreneur on Fire, 418. John Lee Dumas is here with your daily dose of inspiring entrepreneurs. Welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire and prepare to ignite. Entrepreneurs like you and me are powerful people and we deserve powerful tools. Lucky for us, Entreport offers an all-in-one small business management platform that streamlines multiple technologies with one simple solution. Go to entreport.com slash fire today. Looking for total human optimization? Onnit supplements, foods, and fitness products are designed with that exact goal in mind. Get 10% off your supplement purchase by going to onnit.com slash fire. O-N-N-I-T dot com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Susan Weinshank. Susan, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, I am. All right. Susan is the person to go to when you need to know how to persuade and motivate people to take action. She has a PhD in psychology and over 30 years of experience as a behavioral psychologist. Her clients call her the brain lady because she applies research on brain science to predict, understand, and explain what motivates people and how they behave. I've given our listeners just a little overview, Susan, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. Well, as you said, I have a PhD in psychology. I love understanding people, what makes them tick. And I have a long career of applying psychology to the design of technology, for instance, how to design software or websites so that it's easier to use. But one day about 10 years ago, I, I actually woke up and, and had in my head this thought, which was uh, your unique skill is to translate the science of psychology into easy to understand concepts so that people can put it work in their businesses, in their organizations. And so since then, I've been really concentrating on that, on what do we know about the unconscious and how can we better understand our customers and our clients and our employees so that we can figure out what motivates people to take action. Wow. Well, Susan, we're going to dive way more into everything that you've come up with over these past few years and how you and your clients has, have applied these tactics to success. But before we do, we start every Entrepreneur on Fire interview off with a success quote, Susan, because we really want to get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. The one I picked out is walk through any open door. So Susan, I love that quote because I've actually utilized it both with good results and with bad results in the past. So <laughs> That's right. I'd love to know an example of when you've applied this to your life and what you actually think about this mantra. Well, you know, I got this, by the way, from Joan Rivers, who's a comedian and, and a wonderful comedian that's been around for a long time. And I heard an interview that she gave a while ago, and she told that, that quote and, and told her story. I believe what it means is that in business, you have to set your intention of where you're going you know, with your life, with your business, but... But opportunities float by and you may not realize that an, an opportunity, a person, an idea that floats by you, it may seem like it doesn't fit 
it may seem like, well, wait a minute, that's going to distract me. That's not my goal. But I firmly believe that when you set your intention, um, the the universe uh, conspires to bring you opportunities to get there. And you need to pay attention to what comes by. And sometimes when I have walked through that open door, when when someone says to me, you know, hey, would you like to work on this project? And I think, I don't know. That's not, that doesn't <laughs> exactly fit. But if I go ahead and walk through it, as you said, sometimes it's like, well, that was interesting, but I don't think I want to do it again. And then sometimes it takes me into an amazing new place that I wouldn't have thought about. So I think you need to at least walk through the open door and look around. And you don't have to stay there. Um, I think we get really stuck sometimes and think that that our business success has to be this perfectly linear line, always moving upwards. And we don't give ourselves the freedom to try out whatever comes floating by. Well, Susan, let's hear a story of when you walked through a door that you were initially hesitant to walk through, and then it turned out to be a pretty gosh darn good decision. Well, you know, years and years ago, uh, I had uh, a, a publishing company call me up out of the blue and ask me if I wanted to write a book. And the book they wanted me to write was like, it was like, well, I don't know. It sounds kind of interesting, but, you know, not all that exciting. And I knew that I hadn't written any books then. And I knew that writing a book, I figured it was going to be a lot of work. In fact, I didn't even realize how much work it would be and (laughs) how much time it would take. And I hesitated because, you know, it wasn't, if you'd asked me, what book do you want to write? This was not the exact topic, et cetera. But I decided, hey, this has come by me. I mean, how often does a publisher call you up, <laughs> you know, when, you, when you're not a published author and say, do you right. want to write a book? You know, that doesn't happen very often. So I took that, you know, I took that opportunity seriously and I said, you know what? I think I'm going to go for it. And I did. And I went for it. And that book that I wrote many years ago, um, it's, it's not even in print anymore. I mean, it, 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 was not, it was not a huge success, that one. But that got me on the path of writing. I actually ended up with a different publisher years later. But because I had written that one book, it really did take my career to another level. And then I had, I had credentials to be, for being a book author. So when I later, years later, approached the publisher I really wanted to work with, I had credentials. I had written a book. So it was a really important door for me to go through. And, and even, as I said, even though the initial you know, success of that book was not huge, it, it laid the groundwork so that a couple of years later, my other books would become very successful. Well, Susan, you've already proven to be a great storyteller, and that is exactly what we go for here at Entrepreneur on Fire. We want real on-the-ground stories. So let's really continue this amazing trend that you've set as we move on to the next topic, which is failure, challenges, obstacles. As entrepreneurs, Susan, we all face multiple times, but I want you to break one down for us, Susan, one massive failure for Fire Nation. Really take us there with you. Tell us that story and then end by sharing the lessons you learned. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, uh, many years ago, well, not that long ago, but you know, we've had so many recessions, right? 
and and my career does span uh, several decades and and we all think that this current recession that we're in right now uh, you know was a bad one and it was but there have been other ones in the past so during one of those other recessions my business was not doing well at all and I had um I had made the mistake of ignoring the signs of the recession and thinking I could make it through. I had actually expanded my business. I had employees, and I got into trouble. Oof. I got into cash flow trouble, um, and and I realized uh, a little too late, uh-oh, you know, we're in trouble. And I really, I think one of the things about entrepreneurs is they have Many of us have the sense that if our business is in trouble, then we have personally failed. And that's what I felt like. I felt like I was failing. I mean, not only was my business in trouble, but I just felt like a failure. And I'm the the main uh, breadwinner for my family, and I felt like I was letting my family down, and I felt, you know, I had to lay people off. I felt like I was letting them down. And it was a very, very difficult time. And, and I even considered, you know, maybe I can't do this. Maybe I'm not cut out to be, you know, a, a business person. And what helped me through that was something that a friend said to me. I, I, in fact, I had such a hard time talking to people about it and asking for help because I took it so personally. But a friend of mine said to me, well, I want you to imagine the worst What's the worst thing that's going to happen? And I said, oh, well, the worst thing is, you know, I have no income at all coming in from the business. And, and you know, I have to stop. And he said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine that. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's terrible. And he said, then what would you do? And I said, well, you know, I'd probably pick myself up and start all over again <laughs> because I love being in business for myself and I know that I have uh, valuable skills. I would just have to start it again and, and be a little smarter and you know think of a different angle. And he said, okay, so stop worrying about failing and go get some help. And I think that was the big lesson for me because I just felt like I couldn't ask for help. And that very evening, I contacted my accountant and I said, hey, I, here's the situation. And, and you know, accountants are, they're, they're not always very emotional and he wasn't and that was great. And he was like, well, okay, let's look at this. And by within 24 hours, I had... Um, a, a line of credit at the bank to help me through the initial crunch and, and keep me going. I didn't actually end up failing and having to start all over. I did rethink everything that I was doing. But all I had to do was realize that failure didn't, what, what did it even mean? And that I had to ask for help. Susan, I love this story because fear paralyzes so many entrepreneurs. But if we really were to take a step back and to think of that worst case scenario and really sit down and paint that picture, we'd realize, you know what? It wouldn't be that bad. Yes, it'd be tough. And yes, I'd have to maybe start from square one and refocus and pivot in a new direction. But it's not that bad when it comes down to it. These worst case scenarios that we paint up are so scary and we really just think of the worst without really sitting down and analyzing it like you did. And when you did, it became clear that it was very workable. So it's a great lesson learned, Susan. And in just one sentence for Fire Nation, boil it down. 
Give us one takeaway from that experience in your life. I would say, don't be afraid of failure. Act. Act. I love it. And Susan, we're going to act by going to the other end of the spectrum of this interview. We talked about a struggle and a challenge you had. Now let's go to an aha moment you had, the other end of the spectrum where a light bulb went off and you said, wow, this is me. This is Susan. This is my authentic self. I resonate with this idea. Tell us about that moment. Tell us that story, Susan, and then the steps you took to turn that into success. Well, I think for me, it has to do with um, a, a talk I gave many years ago. So uh, I, I started off actually um, planning to be a college professor. And I got my PhD and I, I got a job teaching college. And after the first day of teaching college, I said, uh-oh, <laughs> not, not what I want to do. Whoops. So then I, I was very confused and, and uh, did, did, a, did a lot of interesting things until I, I, I kind of found my place. But because of that experience, I didn't teach for a long time because I thought I don't like teaching. And then one day I was asked to teach a class on the kind of spur of the moment um, I had to teach this class, and I knew, you know, the material, but I certainly wasn't prepared to teach. I was very nervous about it, but it was teaching psychology, which is what I love. And I got up and and taught the class, and I loved it. I was so energized. I was so uh, passionate about the material. I was so excited to see that the people in the class who were not college students, they were, you know, adults in, who had had jobs in industry, they were so excited to learn the material. And I realized this is what I really do well. This is a huge uh, gift and talent that I have, which is to be able to explain complicated concepts in neuroscience and psychology, but explain it in a way that's interesting, that's relevant, that's fun, that my passion for the subject gets other people excited too. And that that really is, although it's not college teaching, um, that teaching really is my calling. So Susan, this is another great example because you had a bad experience. You went, you thought you were meant to be a teacher and you went and you gave your first class and you were like, what am I doing? This doesn't feel right. And you created this story in your mind that, you know what, maybe teaching just isn't for me. And you carried that forward and you may have carried that all the way to your grave, yet something intervenes and you had this other opportunity and you stepped in and you taught and you realize, wow, this is something that does light me up inside. So that story that you had created for yourself on that initial experience was wrong. You had created it and throughout all those years you were listening to it, but it was the wrong story. So that's a valuable takeaway for Fire Nation that, listen, just because you've had a bad experience and just because you've convinced yourself of something doesn't mean that it's true. And Susan, what I would like you to do is the same thing that we did on the last segment, which is boil it down for Fire Nation, one clear takeaway that you have from this experience. Give yourself permission to try things that you think you may not like or you may not be good at because you might be surprised. Yes, love it. And Susan, have you had an I've made a moment? Yes, I have. I just had one recently. All right. 
Good time. I, I was just over in uh, England um, doing a book tour. And I, uh, the people in England just love my books and, and love my material. And I was speaking in front of uh, a huge audience of like over 400 people. And the energy in the room was just amazing. And afterwards, there was a long line of people, you know, coming up to me, wanting to shake my hand. And it actually, um, it really touched me because people were saying things like, uh, I have read all of your books and, and they have changed my life. I, I realized that I wanted to study psychology and I went back and I got a degree in psychology and it's changed my life. Wow, Susan. Well, I love that story. I love that I've made a moment. And one thing I want to brush upon, because you have had this powerful entrepreneurial journey. You've had some ups, you've had some downs, you've had successes, you've had failures. You know the psychology behind the entrepreneurs. Can you share with us what your beliefs are with how entrepreneurs should approach the entrepreneurial journey to deal with the highest of highs and the lowest of lows all within the same day, week, and month? (laughs) <laughs> it's really hard, isn't it? Yeah. Because you do, you go up. I mean, it's amazing. I can have a day where I'm way up high and then, <laughs> you know, one person writes a, a not very good review on Amazon for one of my books, which I will say doesn't happen very often. And it all I'm, comes crashing down. And it comes crashing down, you know. Uh, so I think um, I would say to cut yourself some slack I think that as entrepreneurs, you know, we wear so many hats. We are experts in what we do, uh, but then we also have to be, you know, the CEO and the business person. Uh, and and it, it we're off if you're a small business person like I am, you know, you're also the HR department <laughs> and maybe <laughs> even the accounting department. And you feel like, oh, I'm no good at this. I'm no good at that. Just cut yourself some slack, you know, and realize that you are going to have ups and downs. You The business is going to go great and then it doesn't go great for a while. But you can work through all that because I believe the joy of having your own business. I think that having your own business is the most creative thing you can do. You create something out of nothing every day. And and I think that's amazing. So just, you know, give yourself permission to, to go up and down, to fail and be successful. Don't be so hard on yourself. Love that. And Susan, what I want to do right now is bring things to current times, to today, because you do have a lot of exciting things going on. You're traveling internationally to talk about books, to give speeches. Share with Fire Nation one thing that's just really exciting you today. What's giving me the most deep understanding and appreciation for my work right now is actually some of the one-on-one coaching that I'm doing, which I do very rarely. But it's, you know, that idea about going through any open door. I've had an opportunity recently. I've had three different people come to me and say, uh, I wish I could be successful in business. I I wish I could have my own business and have it work. I just, you know, I don't I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to get started. And and I looked at each one of them and said, "I can help you with this." 
And they would they, they said, what? I said, I can help you with this. I know how to do this. And so even though that's not what I normally do for a living, um, it actually has become this little thing I'm doing on the side, helping uh, these three people. Uh, one person, we're almost at the end, one person in the middle, and one I've just started with, and helping them start their own businesses. I love that, Susan, because I've actually recently gone down that road myself, and I limited myself to four mentees, and it sounds like you're at three, and that's just what I found is a great mix to be able to really commit the amount of time that is necessary to really be a true mentor and a real coach, but at the same time, not take up so much of my bandwidth focusing on every other parts of my business, because like you, I do have multiple other streams of different events and activities going on. But really dealing with people one-on-one is sometimes incredibly powerful to really see that change you can have on one person's life. And it's something that I really treasure as well. Now let's take a quick break to thank our sponsors. D-I-S-T-R-U-C-T. Find out what it means to me. D-I-S-T-R-U-C-T. Whoa, slow down, Dumas. Sorry about that, guys. Getting a little distracted. It's a good thing I have on its alpha brain right here. Oh, and sorry, how rude of me not to even tell you what Alpha Brain is all about. Alpha Brain is a supplement that has crucial components that help you remain calm, focused, and mentally driven throughout the day. How? Well, without getting too technical, it basically assists in delivering oxygen and nutrients to the brain via increased blood flow and the combination of neurospecific antioxidants that help clear away that mental fog. The result? An extraordinary combination of lucid dreams, mental drive, focus, memory, and mental acuity. If you want to check out Alpha Brain to see what it can do for you, Onnit is offering Entrepreneur on Fire listeners 10% off your supplement purchase by going to onnit.com slash fire. O-N-N-I-T dot com slash fire. There are a lot of online platforms out there that claim to be all-in-one. It's a great selling point, really. Who doesn't want to be able to manage multiple areas of their business from one single platform? Well, I've got news for you. Entreport says it, and it's actually true. Entreport is an all-in-one small business management platform that integrates all the software an entrepreneur like you needs to start, systemize, and scale your business. I'm talking client relation management, email marketing, sales, the whole nine yards. With Entreport, they're all in one place. To give you an idea of how powerful a platform like Entreport can be, check out these stats. Dane Maxwell, co-founder of the foundation, has seen a 500% increase in revenue, an 80% increase in new customers, and a 10% increase in customer retention since switching over to Entreport. Now that's what I call results. To learn more about Entreport's streamlined platform and how it can help your business, go to entreport.com slash fire today. So Susan, this is just a perfect segue to what my favorite part of the interview is, and that's the lightning round. And this is where I get to ask you a series of questions, and you come back at us, Fire Nation style, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? (laughs) That sounds good. Let's give it a try. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I felt like I didn't have enough business sense. What is the best advice you've ever received? 
Mm. My accountant said to me once, if you don't have enough time, then you aren't charging enough money. Ooh, love that. Can you share one of your personal habits, Susan, that you believe contributes to your success? I give myself permission to be productive sometimes and creative sometimes, but then down sometimes. I have my own ebb and flow. As, and and I, when I was younger, I used to get very frustrated if I wasn't productive all the time. But now I have learned that I, I, sometimes I'm highly productive. Other times I'm in rest mode and that's okay. Absolutely. Because Fire Nation, we all know what happens and we keep that pedal to the metal at all times. It's just not a long-term strategy that will work. Susan, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, the one I like a lot, it's really simple. It's called Workflowy. And it's just a really simple to-do list. And, and I love it. Susan, I love that you love it because it's actually a tool that I've been using for well over a year now. And so few of my guests, in fact, I don't think any of my guests have ever utilized this as their favorite tool. So it's just you and me. I love it. (laughs) Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to eofire.com slash Susan Weinshank. Susan, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? I really like the book Ready, Fire, Aim by Michael Masterson. Yes, that's a phenomenal book. And share with Fire Nation the title of one of your most recent books. How to Get People to Do Stuff. Just a straightforward title with a lot of action in between the pages. I love it, Susan. (laughs) And Fire Nation, if you haven't already, you can get the audio version of Ready, Fire, Aim for free at eofirebook.com. Dot com. That's eofirebook.com. And Susan, I want you to focus on this next question because it really is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? You know, I know the answer to this question. I didn't hesitate a minute. I would create an online video course. I would use, uh, well, I've been using Udemy.com for my online courses. I would use uh, uh, ScreenFlow and my webcam on my, uh, in real life, I have more more sophisticated video equipment, but... um, you only gave me uh, my laptop and $500, so I would just go ahead and use that. And the beautiful and thing is, Susan, that's all you need. That's all you need. And topic, oh, goodness, there's so many great topics. I actually have a list of uh, 16 courses that, that I'm planning on, work on working on. Uh, but, you know, what I would probably do, uh, um, if, if I were starting all over, I would do a course on how to create um, your passionate and prosperous business. Boom. That is a topic that so many people need so much information on. And it sounds like you'd be a great person to deliver it to them, Susan. And I have just really enjoyed hearing your journey, hearing how you lost your passion for teaching, found it again. And now how you've had this great, I've made a moment in England's 
people lining up to speak to you about how your book has impacted them, one-on-one coaching. I mean, you've really had just a fruitful journey, Susan, and I'm honored that you shared it with Fire Nation. And if you can just give us one parting piece of guidance, share the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Okay. Well, I would say to move forward wherever you are at in your journey, identify one limiting belief, a belief that you have that you think is true, but actually isn't true. Identify that belief and create an alternate belief to replace it. So, for instance, if you're thinking it's a bad time to take my business to the next level because the economy is still not strong, replace that with, I have valuable skills and experience that people need and will pay for now. So, identify a limiting belief, turn it around into an alternate belief. And uh, people can reach me um, at, uh, my Twitter address is at the brain lady. And they can also email me if they like, Susan at theteamw.com. Susan, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've mentioned in today's episode at eofire.com. They can click on the podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives or just enter Susan in the search bar and your show notes page will pop right up. Susan, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much. Imagine how much work went into opening your brick and mortar shop. You figured out a way to do it because it was your dream. Now your dream is to open up your shop to online consumers too. Guess what? Shopify figured out a way to help you do it because it's their dream to make e-commerce better, easier, and more accessible. Get a free 14-day trial and 20% off for life at shopify.com slash fire. That's shopify.com slash fire. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 